0: Off. Good evening. how are we doing we should have timed that way better kev yeah i should have told you i was going to do that in fact i hadn't really decided i was going to do it till till just there how's it going dude yeah amazing how are you me i'm really well yeah it's yeah it's been such a fun week stuff going yeah, down lots of yeah, stuff mate. going on all your
1: crazy britain's got talent shit going on all over the world Can't people watching you
0: and talk about it, man. It's it's just like, I've signed the contracts, got to keep quiet. Yeah, you do remember you
1: talked all about it last week, though, right? Yeah, it's there yeah. for downloading.
0: Yeah, it was probably a good hour's worth, wasn't
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. You broke like every contract that you've signed. So it's all there for everyone to download. Oh, right, man, people, it's 9 p.m. It's Tuesday yeah. night, which can mean only one thing. It is time for the Show Offs podcast. Show-offs. A pod Offs. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> a, show, a, a podcast purely put together to celebrate the fact that there are people out there in this world who have just dared to put themselves out there. Whether it's in music, whether it's comedy, whether it's dance, whether it's sport, whether it's baking, whether it's crocheting, anything at all. The fact is...
0: Magic. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's
1: right, Kev. Magic. I forgot that you... you,
0: Magic's really important. Yeah.
1: Yes, magic. It's not considered an art form by the the governing bodies, but I think it is, Kev. I think oh, yeah. it is.
0: We're on, that's a long road that we're turning a long battle that we've been fighting for quite a number of years now, Gav. Yeah, no, it is. It is. I feel like magic brought the tone down a little bit there, Kev. I, I don't know. I think I think you observing it brought the tone down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think uh, you know, and also not only is this show designed to celebrate other people for putting themselves out there, it is, of course all about Kev and I.
0: Yeah, mainly mainly me.
1: And then, uh... <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not sure. But I've, do you know what? We've got people coming in already, Kev. We've already got folk yeah. leaving comments. A big hello to Lewis Campbell, big hello to DJ, and a big hello to Claire. Uh, Hi, Claire. That, they're, on, they're on the comments. We've got a bunch of people yeah. in watching live, though, who are not leaving comments, and we just want to remind everyone right now to leave
0: comments, because yeah. it's not just me and Kev tonight. We got a guest. Yeah, but before we do that, before we do that, oh, it's Mr. Stephen Dickman. He's, he's been the centre of a talk, hasn't he, already? Uh, before we do that, we need to give you a big update, big update on the uh, on the Tiffany situation.
1: Yeah, man, I'm just, uh, I think, uh, there we go,
0: Kev. Let's just pop that on screen. Yeah, this is really important. It's on screen right now, but if you're watching, if you're listening back, we're doing a crowdfunder, crowdfunder.co.uk slash Tiffany hyphen on hyphen showoffs podcast. We were trying to get Tiffany to come on the show offs podcast and Gav and I we've tried we've tried pretty much everything, haven't we, Gav? Like we've tried
1: really, really hard. And it we've is. contacted everyone she works with, everyone behind everyone. the scenes. And yeah. um I think it's fair to say they've dinged us.
0: Yeah, they've said. We've even asked you guys to go on Twitter to to ask her gracefully, of course, to uh, to join us and be a guest on on our podcast. But we've we've not we've had nothing, have we, Gab? We've not had a response from our manager or our agent, or we've not had any acknowledgement, not even a like of a tweet. Kev,
1: we've <laughs> had we. I, it, do you know what we've had? Fuck all, like literally, <laughs> fuck all. We the guy the guy from Thundercats said yes. He was yeah. like, "I'll come on your show. I'm like the biggest legend in the world." Tiffany, who did write the greatest pop song of all time, or she didn't write it. Sorry, she performed the greatest yeah. pop song of all time. Uh, she's not even interested, Kev. So, do you know what? We'll get her on. It'll happen. We need everybody's help, though. Listen, we've got a whole bunch of other people coming in, in the comments. Big hello to, to to Graham, to Stephen, to Nikki, to Rachel, to oh, we've got James. <laughs> who's? Oh, I'm just going to pop this up on the screen. This is a wee clue here. James has just put a a comment on it that says running punks barmy army. Now that is a little clue uh to who we've got on the 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 show tonight. And then also a big hello to Paul, Noreen, Craig, uh Stephen now, Stephen, Stephen Dickman. Yes. Yes. Oh mate, <laughs> hang on really. a minute. I don't I don't know how I feel about this, Stephen. You can't no, you I can't mate, you're just gonna do what Tiffany did. At least you've at least you've messaged us.
0: Stephen's essentially said that he's going to dingy his wife on her 40th birthday so we can listen to our podcast. No, <laughs> he's saying that he's in. not. He's get, saying that he's going to dingy us. He's he's here right now. He should be out there.
1: Yeah, she's in the toilet. To she's in the toilet.
0: All right, toilet break. Stephen, yeah. what are you doing, man? And
1: Just listen, we've, get, we've, off. we've got Paul Gabriel in as well. He's, he's with the Running Punks too. We're going to come on to that very, very shortly. So a big hello Everybody, you are most welcome in the show off podcast tonight. I think it's only time that uh, we uh, we let you know who we've uh, who we've got on the show. So, Kev, can I just give a wee bit of backdrop as to how we came about uh, finding this wonderful human being uh, for our show tonight? Because
2: it
1: because it does involve Stephen Dickman, whose wife turns forty today in Ohio. Happy birthday, Mrs. Dickman! Um, Now. I got a message from Stephen uh, last last week sometime, a direct message on Twitter. And all it said was, you need to watch this. I've just watched this guy and he's got my day off on the most incredibly positive start. Get him on the show. And I watched one YouTube video from the legend that is, that is Jimmy Watkins. And, mate, within about 30 seconds of watching this video, I was messaging you saying, we're getting this guy on the show. And you were like, aye, let's do it. So,
0: will we welcome him on, Kev? Without further ado, dude, you should... I'll do the drum roll. You can do the uh, proper introduction. Let's go. So this man started out as an
1: athlete, became an absolute rock and roll legend. Now he runs and listens to music at the same time. It's Mr. Jimmy Watkins! Hooray, Jimmy!
0: Jimmy, 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 Let's go, Kev! Yeah, you, got, you got to press the, the button. There. <laughs> oh, He's, he there. Yes. He's here. Yes. Jimmy Watkins, welcome to the show.
2: Mate, Jimmy. how are you? I'm
0: good. I'm just walking through my finger curtain. Ah, <laughs> yes. Uh, <we> have <laughs> someone there to open that for you, Jimmy. Sorry. <laughs> Normally, we, we send little people down to pull that back. <laughs> no,
2: not today.
0: <laughs> That was
2: Mate. a thing to do.
1: Listen, it is a pleasure, a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh thank you so much for your time tonight. Are
2: you keeping well, Jimmy? I'm very well. Like I'm really good. I'm I'm usually up at this time, but I'm not talking at this time. So this is different for me. I'm I'm skiing off piste right now. Ah, <laughs> oh, brilliant.
1: Well, it's a pleasure to have you skiing off-piste with the show offs podcast. Uh I think it's fair to say that this show pretty much skis off piste. Uh, <laughs> Every single week. So uh yeah, man, it's all good. But listen, when Kevin and I were chatting and watching your videos, mate, we were just we were just blown away. But before we get to the videos, we wanna we wanna just kind of set the scene a little bit. So correct correct as if we're wrong. Yeah. You were uh well, you are a runner, but you you competed in the world of athletics, you did pretty good, you were at yeah. a shall we say, reasonable level. Um and then Correct me if I'm wrong. You chucked it all in, mate, to go and be a rock star. Is that fair?
2: Yeah, that that that's spot on. Like, yeah, that's spot on.
1: And then, and then you did it. You actually, you toured, you had a band, uh, which we're going to find out all about. And then you chucked that in,
2: <laughs>
1: which we, 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 we're going to find out later why. You chucked that in, back <gasps> to running, except this time whilst reviewing songs. That's... Yeah. As far as we know, that is your life, Jimmy Watkins. So let's go right back to the beginning, mate. Tell us us about Jimmy Watkins. Where were you
2: born? Where did you grow up? How did you get into running? Let's start there. Okay. I was born in Johannesburg in South Africa. Uh, And then I moved to Wales when I was three or four. As soon as I moved there, I think I just wanted to be a runner. I think my dad and my mum told me stories that I started running quite young and then I played rugby, which is kind of compulsory when you're from the valleys in Wales. And then I went, a, I went to boarding school for oh six foot. Yeah. Yeah. I went to private school in England for two years on a sports scholarship. So I was like, I was still cool. I was still cool. Uh, <laughs> I, I still I had to use real money in a tax shop. I didn't have like my daddy's bank or anything. I, I had to pay with coins. And then after that, I went to Sydney to live for a year to play rugby wow and who then, did you play for in sydney uh sydney university okay uh, yeah yeah it's good i enjoyed it um and then i came home and played rugby in wales played three games without touching the ball once and then i said to my dad if that happens one more time i'm quitting it happened and then i started running so i was 22 i think when i started doing athletics properly is
0: this, is this a metaphor that you didn't touch the ball once or is
2: this <laughs> literally a description of what happened it's a metaphor. Basically, no, no other rugby player kissed me on the lips. for third game. <laughs> Is that another metaphor?
0: I don't know. What's... <laughs> I'm getting confused now. So they didn't, pass you, they didn't like you, so they didn't throw the ball to you or, or you didn't, didn't try or what was going on?
2: I was just on the wing. Uh, yeah. I was a little, little skinny guy on the wing and I just wasn't needed. It was big, big donkey work day every day in, yeah, man. in yeah.
1: yeah. So, so the switch to athletics, did that happen when you were out in Australia?
2: No, that happened in boarding school. That happened in Millfield. A kind of it was like the karate kids, but for running where <laughs> <laughs> I was warming up for a game, for a rugby game, and the PE teacher who competed, I think it was at like the early Olympics in the triple jump, he saw me jogging and literally like just called me over. And he said to me, you're a runner, you're a runner, don't waste your time playing this sport. Let me teach you to be an 800 metre runner. And he just knew straight away what my event would be. So I did it for two years in school, but kind of when the rugby season was over. So it was just something I did when I wasn't playing rugby. But it it took until those four games where nobody kissed me for me to realise I want to run full time.
1: Nice, man. So that that transition into running then, how quickly... Did things start to take off in in athletics for you?
2: Really quick, really quick. Um, when I first started, I was a sprinter because I put a bit of muscle on from rugby. Um, so I, I started sprinting. I didn't like that because it was just over too quick. It was really macho. It didn't really suit. It didn't really suit me. Uh, and then I just remembered. I just had like a a flashback from a movie that. Oh, I remember that PE teacher. Maybe he was right. Maybe I should try eight hundred meters. So I I made the switch to that. I dyed my hair because I was like, I'm a different person now. I am eight hundred meters doing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that a thing in athletics? You 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 change you change uh you change your event and or in sport rather you change your
2: your genre of sport and you dye your hair. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like eight hundred meters is the jazz of the track track event. <laughs> <laughs> you you start in a lane and then you you just get to mix it mixed up and just do what you want. It's it's free form running. So I I figured the the blonde hair would suit that. And it just went from my dad driving me down the track because I didn't really have a coach. We were finding out who the best runner was, kind mm. of. And it was a case of stay as close to those people as you can. And then I was just, I was beating them from the start, really. So it happened quite quickly. Yeah, it happened quite quickly.
1: Cool. So how, how what was your best time? What's your PB for 800 metres?
2: One minute 46.3, I think, or 0.2. Mean that's that's pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it bugs me that I didn't get the one forty five, which I think Whoa. like that's the if you get that then you're cool. You're definitely faster than anybody's dad. But at the moment, like a one forty-six, I'm faster than most people's dads. Yeah, man. Right. Love it.
1: So and then so it happened quite quickly.
2: Uh what how far did it go though? Um I broke the Welsh record on a Sunday in Sheffield and then three months later I broke it twice on a weekend in Moscow at the world championships and I wow. came six yeah I came six in the world championships and I was like I was the first Brit to make an 800 meter or a middle distance final for 30 years or something so um, no pressure there. That's incredible mate and so yeah. who, what other Welsh runners are there? Who would we know? My hero, Ewan Thomas. Like, he doesn't run anymore. Like, oh, is I that only... the? Is that
1: the? Is that the ginger guy? Yes. 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 He's now a TV yes. presenter. Yes. Did he die as well, or was that natural?
2: Did he yeah. What did he die? Is here
0: as well? Was that? I think that? He did. He did. He, did. I remember
2: I, he did. for a while. I mean, yeah, he was my hero, and I think he, yeah, like I, I loved him, and I watched him run, and I really just wanted to be a runner like him. So, Ewan Thomas. We've got Colin Jackson, of course. Uh, um, Jimmy Bosch. Oh yeah. Die yeah. Green. Die Green was world champion. 400 meter hurdler. His dad lives on the end of the road. <laughs> <laughs> Three,
1: there's something in the water.
2: True story. I've got his ladder. He he left the ladder. Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there's loads. There's loads. Don't don't put me on the spot. I can't remember. There's
1: loads. Well, I, I, actually, I. I... Couldn't think of a single one, but now that you've mentioned you and Thomas and and uh, you know Colin Jackson, I mean Colin Jackson's an absolute legend.
0: Yeah, he's
1: yeah, yeah. he's uh, he was he was in, is he not still world record holder?
2: Uh, didn't that there was that Chinese hurdler who well, I remember and he he had a nightmare in Beijing Olympics when all the pressure was on him. I don't think he Oh yeah. It, he I think he was a world record holder.
1: Right, okay, I'm not okay. Sure, but
2: Colin Jackson definitely had the world record, but he never won the Olympics, did he? It I weird think you're point. right.
1: I think you're maybe right. I mean, you should know this.
2: I know, yeah. I should know, but I'm like, I'm so bad with my athletics knowledge. So, you were touring
0: right, what age were you at this point? And you were just touring around the world entering athletics competitions. i was 23, 24. And this is like, who 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 pays you for this? Is this British Athletics, or is it a sponsorship, or what was being been intrigued by that aspect of it.
2: Yeah, I worked in Virgin Megastore in Cardiff, in the stock room. Uh, yeah. They just didn't trust me with customers. I would mm-hmm. just be a bit, a bit weird. Um, so oh, no, that sounded really bad then. It wasn't a bit weird, but like they would like, just leave him in the stock room. He's, he's got too much energy for the shop floor. That's <laughs> what I'm uh, so I worked there. I had a little bit of funding, not a lot. Uh, and then it was a case of like being a horse and a jockey at the same time. You we just went chasing prize money. Prize money. So, yeah.
1: Listen, we've got, we've got a message here from Stephen Dickman. I'm just going to pop up on the screen. Jimmy, your positivity is magic. I'll be tuning in later. I want to stay married. She's pretty good to
2: me. <laughs> I didn't even know I was married to Stephen Dickman. <laughs>
1: Brilliant. Right. Stephen, we'll catch up with you later on on the download. I'm just going to remind everyone that's listening, you can, uh, well, it's listening live. I realise if you're on download later on that th- this doesn't work, but feel free to chuck some some questions in for for Jimmy. We're just finding all about the the athletics part of, of Jimmy's career at this stage. And mm. so, Jimmy, what? So when when does there come a point where you think, right? I'm the sixth fastest dude in the world for for my event for the 800 yeah. meters. It's taken me all over the world. Uh I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. I, I what was the thing that you had to do to? you know, What was the thing that pulled you away from it all?
2: I hate the smell of running tracks. <laughs> really? Yeah, I just hate the smell of them. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> I think it became one of those things that you know like a smell will just become associated with something mm. and the smell of a running track just I think as more and more pressure got put on the races I started feeling more and more nervous and I just this smell of burning rubber of the track in the summer it just that that was one thing that put me off I was like I can't I can't handle this anymore it's like being know it's like <laughs> so... being a and hating the smell of food it was like I had to I had to take my nose away from the sport. But um <laughs> my my issue is that the minute I'm alone I'll I'll pick up a book and I spent a lot of time on my own as a runner going around racing, hanging around hanging around in hotels before races. So I would take a book with me and I would read and I don't know what it is about when I read a book, I become like soft. Something happens to me. I, I don't feel up to competing. I don't feel like I've got that hard edge psychologically anymore. I just feel like, I just want to hang out with my thoughts and write stuff down. And honestly, it was. I know it sounds ridiculous, but I was just spending more and more time thinking about art, thinking about music. That just getting in that mindset to go on a track and want to be faster than anybody else. Just. Was music a part of your life? I mean, it must have been a part of your life at
0: this point then. I mean, you said you worked at Virgin Megastore, but was there, there was there an instrument that you played or singing? Or what was it for you?
2: Yeah, I, I played guitar and sung in bands when I was in school. Right. And after after school, and I did creative writing in university. So a lot of it was like I, I was into writing lyrics and, and things like that. And then just because I had so much spare time on my hands, because I didn't really have a proper job, I I got my training done quite early. It was just I would just sit down and, and write songs and listen to music pretty much all day.
1: And uh, who were who who were the bands and the artists that you were into at that
2: time? I was really well, my favorite band ever is Supergrass. So nice. uh, oh, I
0: love Supergrass. Okay, so here's
1: here's the question then. Favorite mm-hmm. supergrass song?
2: favorites oh my word. Um uh, Oh, it's probably Richard the Third. I know it's uh, like a big single, but Richard the Third. Mm. Or I don't. know. I like the weird ones, like Jesus came from outer space. Yeah, mm. yeah, I love
0: that album. What's the name of that album? That that. That's song? Called Super yeah. It's just That's called Supergrass. Supergrass
1: Super Super album. Yeah. I uh, I love sitting up straight. Yes. Yes. That for me was just such a tremendous tune. Um, it was. uh I've got a feeling it was a B-side. Mm-hmm. Uh, on 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 the single, but um, that that for me is is I was a massive Supergrass fan, Jimmy. That's a great shout, by
0: the way. That's yeah. Uh, that's was that. a song on that album. Um, with, I think uh, it, I I'm I'm really terrible with lyrics and, and names of songs and things. Like that it was like Mirror for the Sun. It was a really slow moving. Don't know what you've done. Oh. You're a mirror for. The sun. Oh. And there's all these kind of slowly moving, uh, uh, back, sort of la backing vocals that go down and, and, uh, and pitch. Yeah. You know I properly, what I'm talking about? Eon. yeah, right. I think that's, you're right, yeah. And but it's like 14 guitars on it, or all just loaded. I, just, it's just yeah, layered music. right up. I love that yes. tune. That was, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. It's one of the bands that I've never actually been to see live. And because and, Kevin Kev and I are hugely into our music as well. Like, we were mm-hmm. massive fans of, like, Shed 7. So.
0: <laughs> that's our yeah. favourite. Yeah. Yeah. And me and Kevin yeah, a, a awesome few
1: a few Christmases ago, mean about four Christmas ago, we went to see Shed Seven in Glasgow and we were just all the words came flooding back. And I just made, if we went to see supergrass tonight, oh would it be great to go to a gig? But if we went to see supergrass tonight,
0: been on all just yeah.
1: <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So so who else? So the supergrass number one, who who else? Um band
2: called Future of the Left. <laughs> I how was how uh, you but before I was in them. So they they ah, okay. did two ah, albums before I joined, and their first album uh is called Curses and it's probably my favorite one of my favorite albums ever. So give us so, give us the name of the band again. Future of the left.
1: Right. I'm just gonna type this up here so that um Yeah, we've got that. So
0: uh, I I'm not familiar with Future of the Left. What was it kind of in that that genre of uh of what brick pop rocky, no. rocky what was it like electronic it
2: is it, it's, it's a weird one because i'm i'm so in love with brick pop like i grew up listening to i mean obviously david bowie's not Brit pop but it's similar mm. like i it was like david bowie blur super grass <laughs> um, Mate, yeah, you, not that's, <laughs> that's all the stuff i loved um yeah. and then just this band Future of the left. I was working with someone and he told me about them. And he, he said they're a Cardiff band. Check it out. And I listened to it and I I really didn't like it. I was like this like this is weird. This is so weird. Um, and I just I remember just sticking at it. Just kept listening to it and listening to it. And like every time I listened to an album, one song would stick out as my favourite, and then it'd be a different song. And eventually it was just the whole album i love so do you,
1: not, do you not just love that when that happens though like you know how you always get an album that's a bit of a grower you, for something makes you stick with it though that i love that yeah. about music you don't like it but oh i'm going to keep listening and before you know it it's the greatest album you've ever
0: yeah. heard. i love yeah. when you
1: find something like that
2: and it was weird because part of me like i knew they were a cardiff band and i knew like i'd heard about them so i knew they all had normal jobs and I was thinking how, how weird it would be to explain to people in work that this is the music you made. And I think that's what I really loved about it. Like, I just love, I just, because I was working in a shop and I was like one of the, one of the top runners in the country. I all, already felt like how exciting it was to do something that your colleagues didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I, I kind of loved that, that you could go to work and you just lived in this world that people didn't really understand. And they probably didn't even want to know about so I thought how cool would it be to do that with music? And I, I, I think that's why I just really stuck at it because I was like, I would love to work with these people in an office and tell them I get what you're doing. I I don't know. I just had this weird thing that it'd be nice I felt that it would be nice to someone to understand what you did in your spare time while working. I don't know. Yeah. So what what
1: was that moment then you so you've you chucked athletics? You needed to follow this passion for art, for music, for 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 writing lyrics. What what was the first step? Like, did you start doing gigs on your own? Did you did you join a different band? Because you don't you don't just wake up one day and say, I'm no longer a runner, I'm now the front man of that band that already exists. <laughs> what, what, was, what was the bit in between?
2: Um I I I knew I was gonna quit. I knew I'd had enough of athletics. Um So I did a few more races and I kind of, my my heart wasn't in there. I went to a different coach, which to this day I feel bad about because the coach I I worked with when when I won stuff was just like a lovely guy, like such a lovely guy. And he didn't have a lot of athletes with him. So, you know, I had a good relationship with him, but I kind of thought if I trained with someone else, I might fall in love with the sport again and it just didn't work. And then I just did one more race in Cardiff for Wales. Uh, And that was it. I just said, like, to my dad, I said, look, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. Same as with the rugby, really. Uh, And he he said, what are you going to do? I said, I'm just going to start a band. (laughs) I'm just going to start a band. Uh, And he got it. He understood it. He was was like, go for it. Um, Because I think he knew, like, the, the kind of journey I was on, that I struggled with rugby because it was a team sport. And I, like, I just wanted to be free. I just wanted to get that ball and run. And then I, that's why I went to athletics because it was like a freedom I was looking for in rugby. Like it was all running. And I think he just saw that he's learning. That, like I, I could feel him just watching me thinking he's learning now. There's not that much freedom in this sport either. So it's just a matter of time till he goes chasing something else. So when you're 24, 25, to you, like the ultimate freedom is just to be in a rock band, isn't it? So- yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, do you know what Stephen's uh, marriage is obviously not that important to him because he's just thrown in a wee comment saying that take a chance. So, uh, <laughs> Stephen, I'm glad you've chosen us over over your 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 wife's fortieth. So,
0: um, brilliant. so Mate, Jimmy, uh, can I ask a few quick questions as well? And um, as a kid, yeah. I was in a band as well. I was I was a bass guitarist, uh, which was I think still the coolest instrument you can have when you're in a band, yeah. Um, yeah. and. The thing, I, the thing I want to ask you is more about, you joined a band. Were you bringing song ideas, lyrics, and, um, music, were you bringing that to the band or were they kind of like, we, we do all that, these two guys do all that sort of stuff already and you, we just want you on guitar or we want you to do something else? How did that work out, that dynamic? And why, it,
1: and why, and why did you join them? Like, did, how did that even happen? If they're your favourite band, how do you join your favourite band? Because
2: yeah,
1: um, does that mean that I can now be in like the Rolling Stones? Yes,
2: 100%. anybody can be in the Rolling Stones. Yes. Uh, it, it involved buying a lot of pints for people on nights out. No, <laughs> what happened was I had my own band and we were called Strange News from Another Star. Um, and it, we started off as a two piece. So it was me and my training partner at the time who I ran with on drums. Uh, and he's now, like, a super famous ultramarathon runner. He's he's just gone on to, I think he came six in the, the Mont Blanc 100 miler last year. Wow. He's just amazing. Um, So we started a band together, and we did a gig. Like, we just got a gig in a pub in Cardiff below a dartboard on the night that Joe Kazagi won the world champ. Just, like, whatever it's called in boxing, I don't know. He got the big the big belt, but they never see them wearing it with trousers. He won that belt. Uh, <laughs> And we just we just gigged loads. We just said yes to everything. Um, and then we had a bass player. A bass player joined us because, like, a two-piece, it was just – it was sounding weird. And then, I don't know, like, we played a bill with Future of the Left. We were on first, and they were on later on. And they kind of just watched us and liked it and asked us to do a gig in London. So we did a gig in London with them. And then the bass player left. And then the singer wanted to write something for a side project, so he asked me to help him write something for a side project. And I think we were going to be called uh, "City of Exploded Children," and <laughs> and we started writing as like a new band, but then it just became easier to be Future of The Left, and that's what happened. Wow! So, so were you? Were you on
1: guitar? Would we doing any vocals? How, what?
2: Yeah, how I you... was on guitar. Sometimes bass, sometimes keyboard, and I was, I did a, a bit of backing vocals. I probably should have sung everything, to be honest, because my voice is totally kick-ass. But... <laughs> <laughs> I did a bit of backing. Actually, yeah,
0: you do love a bit of show-offs on this podcast. You yeah, been, like, yeah.
2: You I, was, I, would,
1: I was just going to say we're not called show, the, uh, show-offs the podcast for no reason. <laughs> this is why you're here, my man. Actually, this not all the tunes, because my voice is kick-ass.
2: Yeah. I should have sung them all. Like I should have been the front man. I was the youngest by eight years in the band. They should have, like, I should have had my top off. I was ripped. They're all snobbed. <laughs> so, you know, that's why they didn't. That's why you never heard of them because I wasn't the front man.
1: Did you at any point build a lyric into a song that went along the lines of "You should have seen me in Russia. I was sixth?
2: <laughs> we had a song called "Failed Olympic Bid." <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like, I I had nothing to do with it I just wrote a two two note guitar part that I play all the way through it on like four different guitars but it's just two notes I had nothing to do with the lyrics rather. Um, Andrew the singer wrote all the lyrics we had another song called Fucked Up Runners um, I put a few lyrics in songs about like there was one lyric I had a shirt with my best times on so like I don't know, like maybe like a little humble brag about running, but yeah, it was it was quite quite an odd lyrically, nothing to do with the real world really. So I couldn't really get much of my I couldn't really talk about my running in there.
1: Well, do you know, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to having a good listen. Uh, so, uh, at, what,
2: uh, at what at what what album do you do you join the band? I joined the band on their album, "The Plot Against Common Sense," Love which it. is the second worst album they did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it won the Welsh Music Prize for some reason. Okay, uh, I think Kate Laborn is Rob. She she should have won it. And then I played on the album after that, which is called "How to Stop Your Brain in an Accident" or "How to Stop Your Brain in an Emergency." No, "How to Stop Your Brain in an Accident." I'm and glad then, you
1: know. I'm glad you
2: know the name of your own albums, Jimmy. I know. Yeah. Well, they they're quite long titles, aren't they? Like I'm I'm used to Supergrass, like Supergrass One, Supergrass Two. <laughs>
0: I mean, I'm just looking, I'm thinking, like, so we've got Children of, City of Exploded Children, Strange News from Another Star, Future of the Left, The Plot Against Common Sense. Just, these are all really lengthy, epic, if you don't mind me saying, titles yeah. for everything. You guys were really dreaming big and probably have a love of science fiction as well.
2: I can't think what else. Definitely, you know. Yeah, that yeah, that's, well, Strange News from Another Star came from, it is a Blur song on the album Blur. Mm. It's like a really weird acoustic song, and it's also... Herman Hess short story and Herman Hess actually, I don't give him enough credit for a dead German writer but he he was one of the reasons I quit athletics because he had a book called Narcissus and Goldman and it's about two personalities someone who was really artistic and out there and someone who's really disciplined and I read it while training in Portugal for the world championships and I was like oh my god like this this feels like this book is speaking to me. It's about two characters, but they feel like the same character and there's a battle like who's gonna win, art or or reason. And I saw reason as running and I saw art as wearing double denim and sweating on stage. Love it. So, I, so yeah. So listen took- how how magic. How far did it go with the band? We yeah, we we um well we we won like the main thing is like we won Welsh album of the year. So we were in the newspapers and on the news. So that's something that, like, your grandparents knew about and your parents. So that justified yeah. what you were doing. But we toured America, Australia, Europe. We played Reading and Leeds. Wow. Um, yeah, we did We did some cool stuff. We did some really cool stuff. I just wish it was with a different band.
0: Oh, all right. Yes. Wow, that's quite cut. I mean, I don't want to jump too far ahead here, but maybe the split didn't go as planned. Did no, you leave got, or were you kicked out? Yeah, I was
2: kicked out. I got kicked out. So, but it was like, it was weird. It was, I wanted to leave anyway, and I was definitely drinking too much and being a dickhead. And like the, the singer sacked me, and then the rest of the band said they didn't know about it. So the singer offered me like a second chance to to join again, and I was like, "Well, I can't I can't really do it now, can I? Do you know what I mean? It's, that's just gonna be really weird." So, oh yeah, that, I don't know, like just just burn the bridge and just get over it. So that that's that's what happened in the end. But you, um, done, you
0: toured in America as well. You were saying earlier, you you yeah. did big stuff with these guys.
2: Yeah, yeah, we we done like we we did an america a great American tour with Jeff Rosenstock and. They're called AJJ now, but at the time they were called Andrew Jackson Jihad. Um, and they're like a massive, massive band in America. They're amazing. They write songs for yeah. killer killers, and they're brilliant. So we toured with those two guys. And honestly, it, it really was like a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Yeah. So why did you want to leave? Um, just because this is a thing, right? I, I, When I decided I wanted to stop running and do music, It was because i felt compelled to create something myself i really wanted to have like control of what i was doing and you know i i bowed out at like a really good level of the sport and i think i joined future the left and it wasn't what i thought it was going to be and it certainly wasn't the band wasn't as big as i thought the band could be i thought i think we could have been bigger and it just it felt like I'd sacrificed a lot for something a lot less successful. I don't want to sound like a dickhead, but that's just how it felt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think that just manifested in me acting, like drinking too much and just having, like living with a lot of regret that at 25, I was, I came six in the World Championships and now I was like 30, 31 and we were playing like empty stages in Merthyr and, you know, like it, it just mm. didn't feel like i done myself just service or i don't know it, it felt like i made a bad deal i asked yeah. what and i just had to like yeah i just acted like a dickhead as a result you know
0: what it. like we everyone's been there and that's i mean we we've done i've done audiences of two in the last, you know, very recently, you know, <laughs> distanced <laughs> audiences of two, in fact audiences of four, which is even weirder than a big mass of, the- I know how that feels, uh, I've done that with when I-, I was in a band as well, as I said, I feel, I feel your pain and I know all of those things though, I feel like at the end of it on reflection, I'm kind of glad I went through it though, do you not think that just...
2: Yeah totally, because I don't know, there was this, it's, it's a weird one, like because if i think about what made me a good runner was that i was prepared to like hurt myself in training i was really prepared yeah. to make it tough. i was prepared to run myself into the ground i would train to the point where i would be ill because i trained so much so th- there's like something like almost self destructive there mm-hmm. but it led to something good it led to me making really good progress quite quickly and then that in a band, I found that I still had that self destructive nature, but instead of training, I was hammering a rider. <laughs> I don't know. It was like I was pushing myself, I'm still pushing myself, but in the wrong direction. So right. I feel like I have to go through all that to just realize this is nonsense. Like, you obviously like working hard and you've got quite an addictive personality. So let's do something good with it. And maybe, of course- yeah.
1: Yeah. And, of course, at that point, so you made that
2: decision. It was time for a change. So what, what happened mm. next? Um, well, it, it took a couple of years for me to get my ass into gear. So, like, maybe, like, th- three years of not being in Future to the Left, I had, like, an office job. It was, like, my first normal office job. Uh, and it, I just became one of those guys that I was just living for the weekend. I was really looking forward to the weekend so I could just drink. Mm. Uh, and then we had a, we had a little boy who's three now. And it was kind of, I don't know, I was acting, I was still going out and getting drunk like I was in my 20s, but then having to look after a one-year-old boy, it was just ridiculous. So I just realised that something had to be done. And um, my wife bought me this framed photograph of me on the start line in the World Championships. And it's like nothing in the house running related. So I put it up on the wall. I took a photo, put it on Facebook. Then someone sent me a link to the race. And like my wife, had ne- she didn't know me when I was a runner, so we watched the race together and there's a little bit where 24-year-old me, who looks really healthy, really skinny, like waves to the camera on a start line in the World Championships. And my wife said, oh look, I recognise that smile, but she only meant it as like a comment, like just, yeah. I'm, literally that night we went to bed and I was just lying in the dark, like, what What does she mean she recognises that smile, like, do I not smile anymore, What? what is going on? And that was it. That was it. I realized my issue wasn't that I put a lot of weight on, or that my hair had fallen out. My issue was that I'd lost that twenty-four-year-old version of myself. I'd lost the best version of myself. And and I was just thinking, well, why was I so happy then? And it was just like simple because I ran. So I just started running again. It just became so easy. I've been battling my weight for two or three years. And I suddenly, it's not it's not about losing weight, it's about regaining like a version of yourself.
1: I love it. Mate, it's yeah. really inspiring. It's oh, such yeah. a, a I love that moment. Uh I recognize that smile. I know as you've said your wife didn't mean anything by that, but actually that's a really, really profound moment. Because I, I think I think I would also I would have lay in my bed that night as well just going, shit, shit, what does she mean? What does she, what, what's the hidden message in all of this? Um but so so you realised that actually, well, well, you realised that your your wife and and son came first, of course, but also your your true love. After that is 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 running, but this takes us to what you're doing now, I guess. Um, yeah. So go and go on, go on and let everyone know how how the the YouTube videos and things have come around.
2: Uh, like. Do you know, you, you must you must know this, being creative people. Do you know if you have an idea that feels totally original and it pops into your head out of nowhere and you just think, where does that come from, right? I had that, but I had like three in one day and I was just walking <laughs> down this shittiest street in Clenetly, like such a dirty, horrible street coming back from co-op. And these three like ideas out of nowhere pop into my head and one of them was, like, what if I reviewed music when I was running and nobody else could hear the music? <laughs> <laughs> I just walked home chuckling. I was like, "That, that's crazy. That's that's either gonna be brilliant or rubbish." So I was like, "Right." I put it on Twitter. Um, according to, to Q magazine, these are four of the greatest debut albums ever, and I haven't heard any of them. Which one should I run to? And Spice Girls one, like Spice World. Obviously <laughs> They have some really cool albums on it as well, but Spice World one. So. I messaged my mate, and I said, look, I'm going to run to Spice Girls tomorrow in an Hawaiian shirt, and I'm just going to film my face as I listened to Spice Girls for the first time. So I did it, and then I edited all the footage together, and I just looked at and I just thought to myself, oh, I can't, like, I can't put this online. It's, it's the first week of lockdown. Like, everybody feels like the world is ending. The last thing they need is this. And <laughs> I just thought, you know what, let's just do it. Let's just do it. And I just put it online, and... It it was like I'd spent years trying to write a song that people would share on social media. (laughs) Like that people would go, "Check out this chorus; it's amazing," and it never happened. And that I just left my phone alone for ten minutes, and it was just going crazy. Amazing. Well, yeah,
1: you know, it's mate. Do uh, do you realize? Do you know that through this crazy idea that you had that day, that actually you are you are lifting? people's spirits and energy on a daily basis mate there's people i I went through a lot of the comments and stuff you've act this crazy silly idea (laughs) that you've had is Mm. actually and i think maybe lockdown added to it in a good way i don't know but yeah but you've got you've got but literally people all over the world jimmy watching your videos and and being inspired by you running Mm. reviewing music and we can't even hear the music
2: I know. I know. What's that all about? It's, it's mad. But I figured, like, if food reviews work, then why can't this work? Because people talk about food. You can't even taste this. So,
1: well, uh, it's funny, actually, ooh. that you mentioned that because it turns out, well, I'll show you two messages. Firstly, Stephen's back. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, secondly, he's just announced that he's going to start a
2: channel and review food while running. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. You're on. We're on. We, I'll, I'll, I don't know. How can you, can you have a food off? We'll have a food off. We'll see who can eat the most and run.
1: Yeah, oh, I'd win that one. And listen, we've got, just quickly, we've got Paul jumping in there saying the Spice Barrel video is amazing. That's what we made me try running in a Hawaiian shirt.
2: Oh, amazing. Paul, right, Paul goes on Twitter under the name Sauce, and his name, his Twitter handle is done tweeting. Check him out, right? He is amazing. He is amazing. He, he asked me for a training plan And on the phone he said, I'm 30 years old, I'm 20 stone, I've never run before, but you've made me want to run, can you get me running? So I I wrote him a training plan, and I was like, it was just stuck in my mind, I just kept thinking about him. I thought, I hope he can do it, because he really needs to do it. Hmm. Just talking to him, I was like, this guy really needs to start running, and I really hope he can do it. And then he put a video up of day one, and honestly, it's probably, I felt watching it, how people probably feel when they see the running reviews. I just felt so happy for the guy so yeah mm. check him out
1: mate you're changing people's lives
0: it's, yeah. It's, yeah it's like jimmy the, do you want to share those other two ideas that you had mate maybe there's a few
2: <laughs> <have> <laughs> one of them one of them was really silly one of them was like i was thinking why when you learn foreign languages is it the first thing you learn like the name of farm animals And I just figured if I ever got stuck in a foreign country, I'd go to a farm and get a pig to do all the talking for me. That was one of the ideas. And then I was just kind of thinking, what would be the best animal to take from a farm if you were stuck in a foreign country to do all the talking for you? That's a silly idea. Um, But the other one was, you know, spin class. Everybody loves spin class. When you do a spin class for runners, so you have a runner on a treadmill in the front and then loads of treadmills around them and you all just run together. Listening to punk yeah, music. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So it's a bit
0: harder to move running machines than I guess bicycle machines, but yeah, I quite like that. It
2: could work because you could all do different speeds, but you could all be on there for half hour. Like you don't have yeah. thing about spins, you can work as hard as you want. So you could have like first time runners running for half hour with the rest of the class. So but that's my idea. And I'm trying to make that happen. That's a so brilliant what?
0: idea, Jimmy. So, 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 so
2: Jimmy, what, what, what next, what's happening now? Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, I feel like I've just turned some holes on really mm. fast and I'm just watching the holes go around the room and I'm like, when certain bits get wet, I'm like, Oh, that's cool. I'll go look at that. That's quite interesting. So I, I really don't know. I don't know. I think running punks, we've got a run club in Cardiff and I think we've got enough people around the world now to like, set them up in different cities around the world which is crazy so yeah I think it's like run run clubs around the world
1: well there's a there's a message from Paul right there saying that it's
0: changed his life already there we are that's that's what you're doing mate so um I wonder, is there a way that you can have? I mean, maybe this already exists. Tell me if I'm wrong. But if if you have like one year, you've got you've got the album playing, and then in the other year, you've got your commentary going on simultaneously. So you've got a little taste of both uh, as you so as you're running along, you're getting both both worlds. So if it's an album I'm unfamiliar with, like that, of course that wouldn't be the Spice Spice World album. <laughs> I mean, unfamiliar with, that you can get both of those going on simultaneously. Or would that, that be too much? Odd?
2: I think that'd be cool. I, I really want to do, like, a 30-minute audio thing as well. So, because, I like part of the thing of Running Punks is about, like, I'm really passionate about the music scene, but particularly in Wales, because that's where I am. Mm. And I just, I love, like, underground bands. And we filmed the Run Club on a Sunday, and then I put, like, a local band on top of the footage. And I would love to have something where once a week I get, like, new bands, and then I talk as if I'm running with you. And then you just download it, like a half-hour run, and we'll just go running together or something. So, yeah, something similar to what you're saying, I think. And
1: do you take do you take requests, Jimmy? Do you think as a now that you've been on the Show Offs podcast, we could maybe we could maybe ask because I know everyone will say, "Oh, do that song, do that album," but do you think uh, do you think we would be able to
2: pick a couple of songs for you? I will jump. The, you can jump the queue because the the mad thing about it is, like on a good week, I can only do two a week. Yeah. Um I started off doing a three a week and I just honestly I was just it was crazy. <laughs> I was in bits. Um like I run pretty much every day, but I don't run yeah. shouting music every day like well do we, we
1: have we have two songs that we would like to suggest. Let me write uh, that down. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um and uh so kevin and I, as I said, we were we were in a sketch show called The Color Ham for a few years with, with our <laughs> friend Colin. <laughs> It's a good name. And um, we, albeit it was a comedy sketch and magic show, and it was very adult, very off the wall, we actually really thought about the music a lot. Like every piece of music was there for a reason. You know, as the audience were coming into the room, there were certain hand-picked tracks. They all started quiet and they built and got louder and louder. So by the time we were due to come on stage, people were having to shout to hear each other. So the energy in the room was absolutely Massive, right? So we were always thinking about certain tunes, but there were two songs in particular that our audience, for years at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, people used to email and say, what was that song, right? So there's two in particular. You don't need to do both, obviously, but if you could pick one of these, that would be phenomenal. The first one is a song called Death by White Lies.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, I know
1: that song. It's a phenomenal song. And the other you may not know, it's a song called Holy Touch and it's by a band called Foxy Shazam.
2: Foxy Shazam.
1: Yes. Now, Foxy Shazam really? are spectacular, mate. Spectacular. Uh, so, so those those two songs, um, if you could right. pick one of them, uh, that would be absolutely incredible. A uh, couple of couple other should comments we, are we we coming could,
0: in. I just quickly oh, add something there as well. This is something yep. I didn't discuss with you, Gav, but... Jimmy, can I can I add to the list a song that I played with my band? When I was no, younger. no, no, Jimmy. No, no one's heard of it. Gav's not listened to any of the music that I made when I was younger for yeah. a good reason. But uh, I'll send you I'll send you one of the Rocky ones down, one that you can actually run to. Nah,
1: Shite Jimmy, and, yeah. don't do it. Right. Listen, we've got a we've, we've got a we've got a lovely comment in here from i H. Uh, I'm not sure what that stands for, but uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Jimmy is such an inspiration to me. Ask him if he'd ever run to another Slipknot album. It's Laura. Sorry, her name's right there at the end of the message. Sorry, Laura.
2: <laughs> nah, nah, no way. That's the, only, <laughs> that's the only band I had to knock off. I had to turn them off. Um, yeah. It, I don't know, like and I've I, I felt like I'd really justify it. I didn't want to come across as like a wimp, like, oh I can't listen to rock, but really there's just nothing there. They they sound like <laughs> the best cricket team in the world. Yeah, it's man. Crazy. I agree. Like, it's just everything just oh my god, right? It was all oh. just one note and nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
2: funny, It sucked. Well it sucked. Listen, Never.
1: we've got we've got Lewis there now. This is actually my nephew, Jimmy. Lewis is my nephew, and Lewis's taste in music is extraordinary, as you can tell from his picture there. Um, yeah. We're big, big Kiss fans in our family. But Jimmy should listen to the musical version of "The War of the Worlds" by Jeff Wayne. I think the first right. track would be great for running. Definitely, definitely yeah. something. There's something in that for sure.
2: There's a rumor that Richard Burton's my granddad. So is that the one that he's doing? Is he I think you way might.
1: Way? I think I'd you win. might be right. Yeah. Oh, by the uh, way, it's it's good it's good to know as well that uh, Steven's back. He says, "Check out my brother's band, Shitty Neighbors. That's a great yeah. name for a band." Like
2: <laughs> spell neighbors with a U, and I might fucking do it. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: love it, love
0: in it. It's in isn't easy. He? He's in America, so he may have. I'm he not may doing have it, that. It might be it's legit spelling. Chuck the U I'll so, think about it. What's your What's your 800 time these days, then, Jimmy? Are you getting around <laughs> the track in less than two minutes?
2: uh well i did a 600 someone before before the running reviews happened someone wanted to do like a short film about me and this mm. film crew came down from london and we were filming and they they were like we want you to return to the track that's what we want to film so i entered a track race and i pussied out of the 800s i entered a 600 and i ran in one minute 30 so i was on target for a two minute 800 but then that's I. I got so ill afterwards. Like, I was so Ill. I was Ill for the rest of the year. It was crazy. Like, I, I finished the race, then I had to shiver and I just lasted. <laughs> that was in October and I was shivering all the way through to January. It was, I, I don't know what happened. Well, so,
0: if was, Gav if, if Gavin and I came down to Wales, would you, uh, would you
2: race us? <laughs> yeah, you That's what I do. I stand at the border ah. and I, I race anybody who crosses. <laughs> yeah,
1: Jimmy, I, I don't think you want to take me on. I'm, I'm a machine.
2: I can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: thought I'm, you could tell. I yeah, could see it on your face. You were thinking, this guy, this guy is a is a sprinter. <laughs> um, Jimmy, are you? Uh, Jimmy, are you up for you up for playing a game? Yeah, definitely. Right. Definitely. Every every single week we play a game called Word or Not a Word. Now, Word not a just, word,
0: word not a word.
1: word. Word or not a word. Not a word.
0: Word, word, word or not a word. <laughs> <laughs> Pick that one. So, so, Pick that well.
1: Everybody that's listening in, apologies to those that are on the download over the next few days and weeks. But everybody that's with us live, you need to join in, in the comments. Remember, okay. So the word this watch. week is shmoo bot. Oh shmoo bot. Now, um Kev and Jimmy, you obviously the three of us can have a, a we chat around this. We can, you mm-hmm. know, we can we can try and work it into sentences, see what sounds right, what doesn't sound right. Um, everyone in the comments, so let us know: is schmoobot a word or not a word? What do you think, lads?
2: What do you think? Like shmo- a
1: to me. If you have a
0: to me.
2: I'm gonna.
0: Oh. and you know what it sounds like? It sounds to me like it's uh, it's out of one of these kind of two thousands American generic comedies, and and someone who's really good at schmoozing, and they've got it down to such a fine art that it's almost. Robotic, and that's what a shmoo bot it's Something that you know, uh, that guy from Saved by the Bell Screech from Save <laughs> <laughs> <Zach from Saved laughs> by the Bell. Wow, dude.
2: wow, <laughs> <Kev>. woo! <laughs> Man, that was my nickname in school, Screech. Oh, nice, <laughs> was it really? <laughs> yeah, Kev, wow. I think
1: Kev's was, Kev's was really? shmoo bot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a great it's word, awesome. a robot Schubert. The
0: it has well, a German feel to it, hasn't it? Shmoo. Yeah, it yeah. does a wee bit. So we've got Schmubot.
1: we've got James on the, the comments saying no. Rachel saying no. Lewis saying not a word. Paul saying that's a word. It's 2020. Of course, schmoo bots a word.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um we've got Steven saying bot yourself out the door. Uh we've uh We've got Michael telling us, oh, hey, Michael. Michael Johnson from Truon, saying, a robot, it's a robot cow that teaches you a foreign language. Um, <laughs> wow. Paul it sounds like a machine designed to kiss cows. We've got Alistair saying, not a word. So I'd say it's, it's definitely leaning towards not a word, on the, there's a few people saying it is a word, but it's definitely leaning towards not a word. So Kev and Jimmy, you've got about 30 seconds left to make your minds up.
0: I would say, Jimmy. I fact, guess first. What would you say?
2: I I think is a word now because it is twenty twenty. But I don't Sweet. know. I, I don't know. You, have,
0: you you normally give us a sentence, Gav, don't you? Do you want to give us a sentence to sort of help us out?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm trying <laughs> to think pretty <of> the... good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: yeah, yeah. So um the. <laughs> i'm trying to think of a sentence that, that, it, that it works with properly so are you fuck <laughs> what are you why talking, are you talking you about kev? kev hang on You're are you doubting laugh. me here <laughs> why, why are you laughing kev is it because you're, are you laughing because you think I'm trying to think of something fast on my feet? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it. There we go. It's not a word, you prick. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: it.
2: That's
1: it. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Uh, so anyway, listen, just before before we start to wrap up, guys. Right, so Jimmy, see, every every single week, right, I sit throughout the show and I eat all sorts of snacks, right? Yeah, and um I actually decided this week I've been sitting just munching on tiny wee bits of carrot. I don't know if you can see them. My oh, daughter, yeah. Wait, my daughter, that right grew, is that a real carrot? Well, Look at that. My daughter, I don't know if you, my daughter grew it. Look at that. Wow. Right? But can I show you something absolutely yeah. incredible? Wait till you see get, this, right? We
0: need to get close for this, Jimmy. Right. right.
1: See how you've got little sort of bits of bruising and stuff? Can you see that? Yeah.
0: It's yeah, hold your hand behind
1: look, it. Look, look at that. <laughs> look at that,
0: guys. If you look carefully, it's yeah.
1: the, it's boy George.
0: <laughs> oh man, that is so bizarre, Me, How many it, weeks in a row have you found items of food with with? <laughs> <in a row? laughs> oh, Kev, I, it's such a coincidence that every week this happens. Stop it. <laughs>
1: jimmy jimmy i had the face of skeletor in a belvita biscuit one week which was 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 quite (laughs) was quite uh quite incredible there um listen um jimmy just mate a massive thank you for your time honestly your story it might be strange to you that people are responding the way they're responding but actually mate it's you're really inspiring and you're 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 getting people to think differently, and you know you're encouraging people to get out there and run. You're <gasps> encouraging people to what? Well, oh, sorry,
0: right. I, sorry, Jimmy, I've just had an idea. You've um, you, can remember you are I running wanna, now. I'm going to add an extra song. Can you please put Tiffany's? I think you're alone now on that list. Oh yes,
1: you, you need
0: to get. Tiffany, <laughs> sorry, Captain. I know you were just doing your sort of motivational speech, there, roundup thing. Like, but just as an idea, <laughs> Can you- this could be it. This could be and, it. And, and could you mention us? Could you like say something like these guys? Blah blah blah. Because that might that might happen. She. You know, I'll we- take we- the
2: boy George Carrot with me. I'll take the yes, boy George my, Carrot yes, with me. Yes. I'll be yes. like, <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Whose carrot is this? <laughs> <laughs> I'll explain to her. I will say, well, this is my new well, training No.
1: Yeah. No, that would be amazing. Great idea,
0: Kev. Great shout, mate. Great shout. Yeah. So, is, is she
2: for um, that? Yeah. Okay, I'll yeah. do a running review of then. Okay, I'll do it this week. We've Thank tried you, so hard.
0: That'd be amazing. Yeah, that'd be amazing.
2: I'll so, totally slate it or say your shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. You, you'll get us we in trouble. We love
0: that song. We love that song
1: so but jimmy as i was saying you've you've not only making people run mate you're you're just getting you're making people laugh and smile and feel great but you're also helping people to discover some great tunes mate i had never heard of the bat the band thrice um but that particular album uh whilst it's it's maybe not my favorite album in the world mate i've been listening to it whilst i've been running uh so a big, a big, a big thank you for that so um, listen, before we say Cheerio to you properly, uh we just uh well, this one message has come in here to do with the and uh, the <laughs> Tiffany cameo. So James has asked if if we've uh ponied up for the 50 quid. Uh now d- James, we want to say we, we were we were gonna do this tonight, mate. We want to say a huge thank you to James Hanna because he chucked, I think it was was it 35 quid he chucked oh, into the cameo, Kev. That's amazing. Uh, which is just absolutely incredible. Which means, Kev, you and I do have to uh, stump up the other fifty pounds. So, Kev, yeah, we do, we
0: do. We <laughs> I mean, will do that. If, we, if there we, are we, people out there who want to just, you know, chip it, there's still time. There's still. What's the link again, Gav? Uh,
1: it is right here. Just give me two yeah. seconds.
0: crowdfundercouk slash tiffany slash on slash off slash podcast like five pound and you will you can you'll you'll be able to ask stephanie a question
1: yeah i can't i can't help but feel my my inner immaturity coming out right now every week we have to put that on the screen as well there we go (laughs) um so um right listen uh Next week, next week, we've got another guest, Kev. We've got another guest. Who've we got? Absolute legend, stand-up comedian, Billy Kirkwood. As I all know, we've had some great guests so far. We've had Jimmy tonight. We've had Lionel from Thundercats. We've had Jason Byrne. Uh, uh, But uh, next week, we have the legend that is Billy Kirkwood. Actor, comedian, wrestling commentator. That is just the coolest thing. Uh, And one of the loveliest guys you'll ever meet in, in showbiz. Um, jimmy watkins thank mm. you so much for joining us tonight so a big big round of applause for jimmy, for
0: jimmy thanks man thanks for having uh, me uh, it's been amazing it's been amazing i feel like we should we should do a little song to, to play us out, play Kev, us are, out. You, Kev, are you going <laughs> to perform oh, Jesus.
2: how did you get that guitar i didn't
0: even <laughs> see you pick it up you on my lap the whole time jimmy <laughs> it's, it's not his guitar Jesus came from outer space and traveled <laughs> to beyond his lives. For a camp of peace on earth and he left in a second-hand car. That'll do. That'll it do. It is, it is, the
1: album's right there. The <laughs> Uh, just uh listen a couple more amazing comments coming in paul saying love the show came for jimmy and i'll be checking out your back catalogue and tuning in future Ah, oh, paul thank you so much so
0: many great episodes in the past do check us out you'll find us on spotify all of the all of those sort of normal podcasts apple lately.
1: amazon yep.
2: all the I'm usual gonna, things i'm gonna listen back and rate rate the other guests compared to me
1: yeah mate do oh. it do it <laughs> And you've listen got to, to listen them. to the one. You've got to, to the ones where it's just me and Kev because we don't have to speak some pish. So listen. Big thank you to everyone for tuning in. Jimmy, stay exactly where you are. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Much love. We will see you next week, nine o'clock, same place, same time with Billy Kirkwood. Stay safe, everyone.
0: Woo! Yeah, everyone. Show. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. La 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 la. la, la. <laughs>